Welcome to season two of Matt Make Zack Watch Horror Movies. Now you may notice a drop in audio quality compared to previous episodes. You see, Matt has fallen into the twilight zone and can only communicate through the ether. But frayed not, dear listener. You are still in store for all the same dreadful jokes, eerie impressions, and terrifying trivia. So, sit back, enjoy the show. Listening to DJ Terror on Radio Slasher. I swear to John Carpenter, if you go bump in the night one more time, George. But I'm the child of the night. No more Count Chocula for you, George. Aww. hoosies, this recording was dated October 4th, 2020. Interestingly, Zack was bit by a vampire and now goes by Zackula. And ironically, they watched 1931's Dracula. Stay tuned. Hello, and welcome to Matt Makes Zack Watch Horror Movies. I'm Matt. And I am Count Zackula. Uh, 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 uh. Uh, I uh, made him uh, watch uh. a horror movie. <laughs> Guess yeah. what we watched, guys? Something that allows us to do more offensive accents. <laughs> <laughs> what did we watch this week, Zack? Excuse you, it's Count Zacula. I'm sorry, Count Zacula. <laughs> we watched the, uh, I forget what he says, but we watched Bram Stoker's Dracula. Not the, the one from the 90s, the old one. <laughs> there, there's another one? for. Oh, we're going to get to that one. It's got Keanu Reeves in it trying to do an accent. It, was that his name, Bram Stoker? Yeah, Bram Stoker wrote the, the the novel Dracula. Oh, so that's why the one in the yeah. novel is Bram Stoker's too. Okay. Yeah, I think this one is technically just called Dracula, and that one is Bram Stoker's Dracula. It's like, oh, we're different. <laughs> we're different. As the 90s. Uh, yeah, we're edgy Dracula and cool. Winona Ryder's in it. <laughs> Extreme sports. <laughs> I wish that in the 90s version of Dracula, he did extreme sports. <laughs> did a kickflip as he entered in. Oh. What's up, dude? The only, the only way to make that movie perfect is if Keanu Reeves in the 90s also just played Dracula. What's up? I am Count Dracula. Dracula? <laughs> That's what he sounds like. But no, we watched 1931 director Todd Browning, Dracula. Starring the one, the only, Bella Lugosi. Hell yeah, I think this is the oldest movie I've ever seen. Yeah, I'm really excited for you because we're going to watch older ones, man. It was, I promise which one was you. the first one out of the like mo- uh, movie monsters? Of the, un- of the universal monsters, of like the, the wave that we think of, the post-silent era. This is actually the first one. 1931, big year for uh, genre stuff. It's also the year that Action Comics number one debuted and the modern superhero was invented too. So Zach, what did you think of the movie? 
movies are weird in the 30s. Yeah. I I didn't know what to expect. And what I watched, I still don't know what to expect. <laughs> like the aesthetics of it being like an old movie and Dracula and stuff is cool. But in terms of like structure of story and all yeah it, it there's stuff that just hadn't like been invented in terms of film language <laughs> i think some of the stuff in this movie actually holds up pretty well but then there's stuff where it's like oh no, no no if someone comes out from a carriage we need to watch that carriage pull up they have to get out they need to walk they need to make sure that someone sees them and then they can go inside <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of long shots yeah, too that just like lock, followed. Yeah, just lock down the camera too and like just let it play out, you know? Yeah, because I assume it'd be harder to move around and get a bunch of different shots back. Yeah. There. They're also like inventing the first film equipment. At this point, it's if you want something like a crane shot, you know, now we have like ones that are built for cameras and for people to stand on. And back then it was like, no, nah, we just got a crane. Can you like balance this camera on it and sit up there? So if you don't want to do that, like <laughs> extreme. Yeah. But yeah. Those dudes were hardcore, man. I didn't hate it. It was just weird. It, it, it has a different vibe and it's weird because yeah. like, just a few months later, like Frankenstein comes out and it does not have this vibe because film is progressing so fast at this point that like within, you know, a little bit under a year, it's almost a different medium, which is so interesting to see. But yeah, watching these old movies, it, it takes a minute. Yeah, I only have one movie that we've watched that I don't like. So that's my bar of like, <laughs> how much do I like this movie? Well, if I don't really like it. Well, stuff happened. So. <laughs> <laughs> stuff did happen. But that's, that's like the bar of like, if I like yeah. it less than that specific movie, then I don't like it. But if it's above that movie, then I like it. <laughs> and you kind of have to grade this one on a curve because it's a different era. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah, that's why I don't. Yeah. It. It, was just, it was just a funny, goofy watch because it's a third. Every time the bats fly in, I'm like, I'm into this. I'm so into this so hard. I can see the string. This is great. This was not meant for HD. <laughs> yeah. That's one thing I was surprised of how good the quality was of like, the audio and yeah. the visuals for it being the 30s it's like like i told you when we first started watching it i was like this feels like a movie that was made today but just made to look old yeah i mean some of the it's some of the stuff that like pre like everything going digital like really when you think about it cameras like got better and that it's like we added lenses and we added this but like it's more just slight progressions until we hit digital and it's like oh it's a whole new things so a lot of this stuff can hold up pretty well yeah like there are some shots in uh a movie we will watch eventually that is another adaptation of dracula called nosferatu that look like straight up like modern horror movie scenes even though it's a silent mm. film and it's awesome it's nosferatu before or after uh, uh quite a bit before it's one of the the, the first silent horror films mm. we will watch it because i love it <laughs> i actually probably like it more than i like this version of dracula Mm, yeah like the, as a movie or the version of the vampire hat hat 
What? Better than Bella Lugosi? I really love the design of Nosferatu. too. Fair. And the, the guy who plays him that does some stuff that's real good that you can only do in a silent movie. So. <laughs> okay. But I, I do love my boy Bella, as you know. Yeah. We have talked about that outside of the podcast. I'm a, I'm a big Bella Lugosi and Boris Karloff fan. Yeah, because uh, so. while we're on our little break, we watched Ed Wood. Oh, so I love we, Ed Wood. So I got some background into Bella Lugosi and stuff post Dracula. Yes. Yeah, how his life was sad. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Scarier than this movie. Yeah. Turns out drugs are bad and scary. In case you didn't know. <laughs> Don't do drugs. But yeah. I think it's uh it's about that time actually now, Zach. Can you summarize that movie? Hold on, let me write down my footnote. All right. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> how do you summarize a movie that doesn't really have much of a story structure i don't know but you're gonna have to figure it out in five four three two one go Ah, creatures of the night (laughs) they go they go bump and what what country does it start out in transylvania Oh, I'm not supposed to help. Damn it. <laughs> right, restart, restart. Do you want me to restart? Yeah, restart it. I, okay, I need to okay. get into my Dracula voice. Okay, okay. And I am Count Zacula. <laughs> right. Okay. Three, two, one, go. Hello, children. It is I, Count Zacula. The story takes place in Transylvania, and there is a nice preppy man who is here to see Count Dracula to sell him some real estate. It's a sunset Transylvania time. Dracula's looking for a new place to hold up, but Dracula uh, hypnotizes the little man and he becomes a creature of the night, but not really, he's just some kind of goblin now i don't know they go to london where it's a bustling town and dracula can feast on all these ladies because he's a pimp pimpula is ready to strike (laughs) he goes to his new house and everything's cool and he he meets this doctor who has some nice you're you're going schwarzenegger man <laughs> the uh, Isaac he gives the big sack to one of them, and she goes missing. Or no, she's dead, I think. And uh, there's a medical thing, and they're like, "Ah, let's go to this doctor, man. It's Van Helsing. He knows Dracula's a vampire, and he figures it out. And but he's already got the other lady. Uh, and then they escape to the castle, and then the other lady's boyfriend, and Van Helsing saves her or something. And I think he killed Dracula. I don't remember. The movie just kind of ended there. I don't know. I'm Count Dracula. Goodbye. All right. That was a minute and 40 seconds. Very good. It's a pretty simple movie. <laughs> <laughs> you did a solid job. Thank you. Thank you. I, I, had, I had to restart because I had to get into the voice there for a second. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that that's kind of the movie. I <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> All right, let's. Uh, I think we got to take our deep dive in here now, man. If you're ready, 
It was born, Eddie Matthew. All right, so uh, the movie opens on Renfield coming into town, and I love the villagers. Oh, yeah, Renfield was the little man I referenced. Yes, yes, the goblin man. Yes. Who, for some reason, on this viewing, all I could think was, like, he reminds me a lot of Mark Hamill. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, like Mark Hamill in uh, in Body Bag. <laughs> <laughs> he, then, he was uh, short of losing an eye and getting an evil one. Yeah. What if I had said something crazy like he reminds me of Mark Hamill in The Last Jedi? <laughs> like, <laughs> great performance. Yeah, he did have those crazy eyes when he drank that milk. So it's true. It's true. The devil's eyes. That was a very Renfield moment. <laughs> but yeah, he, but yeah, I, 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 I love the villagers that he meets who are also scared, <laughs> and I mean they're kind of like an offensive stereotype of like. Eastern European people, but I mean, they're great because at the same time they were the smart ones. So, yeah. Well, and it's it's the same thing like you still see happen in movies. Like, well, we cast Bela Lugosi, who has a Hungarian accent, so I guess everybody has to try to do a Hungarian <laughs> accent. Which I love the guy who's like, yes, no, it's definitely, uh, uh, yes, I am from here. <laughs> like, <laughs> hey, hey, you guy. Welcome here, yeah. where I am from. Ex- As I call him, Exposition Villager. <laughs> Which, that was a surprise to me. Vampires can turn into wolves in this, too? No, that's actually straight from vampire folklore. Vampires can turn into wolves, bats, rats, and mist. They can turn into so, mist? Yeah, they could just turn into a mist and, like, float away. That's fucking cool i don't know why i don't know why i think that's so cool but that's cool yeah because ultimately it's the idea of like oh they're the undead they're the 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 children of satan like they've sold their souls almost you know so they're just there to be spooky dracula too child of satan yeah and then uh renfield does not listen no like you do when you're a silly american yeah to meet dracula and we we get bella lugosi just like his performance is so good, man. <laughs> I mean, he is Dracula. Like, yeah, like I, I think his performance is is better than this whole movie. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, it, it, it's fully like a performance to me that you could lift out of this movie and put in a modern movie, and it would still work. I mean, like, like everybody else is giving like a '30s performance, and he's going like, nah. I'm going to, like, actually act, (laughs) motherfuckers. I mean, like, that's the thing with all these movie monsters. Everybody knows the monsters, not the movies. Yeah. How surprising was it for you that, like, Dracula's really not in it for, like, that much of the movie? You know? Like, when you really think about it? He's in it quite a bit. Like, in that, like, Renfield is almost, like, a a more active, like, antagonist at a lot of points. Mm. It's, It's easy to... Like, I feel like nobody, like, brings that up. They just talk about Bela Lugosi. Because oh, I guess you always feel his presence in the movie because they're always talking about him and yeah. everything like that. Yeah. So. And there's so much to Bela Lugosi's performance. Yeah. Like, and how, like, surprisingly, like, subtle it is in a lot of ways. Hmm. Like, it's big when it needs to be, but he knows, like, oh, it's so much more powerful if I just stand here and my eyes just slowly shift. Because I mean, he's got those great eyes. He's got the devil eyes for sure. <laughs> oh, 100%. <laughs> Loomis would not trust the Lugosi. <laughs> I mean, with the, the lights right on his eyes, I mean, that's the, yeah. that's the iconic. That's such a great touch. <sighs> the way he walks and stuff, too. So, yeah. Proper. 
and, and there's just something about Bella Lugosi where like he's not what you would call like traditionally handsome, mm. but you just can't take your eyes off. The dude. Like even when he's just sort of standing in the background, yeah, like pretending to be a normal person, you're just like, I just want to watch Bella Lugosi stand there and pretend to be a person. <laughs> What's he gonna do next? I don't know. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> Which that's the cool thing about vampires that got lost is like they're just all proper and walk around just like are cool, <laughs> you know? Yeah, no, it's true. I, I feel like so many people want to focus just in on the monster or the like, oh, he's weirdly sexy. Like Bella Lugosi manages to find this this great balance of like, oh, I'm going to I'm going to be so hot that it's terrifying. <laughs> 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 he's got that tony todd sexiness exactly yeah i think tony todd actually channels him a lot in Candy mm-hmm. Man. he has more in common with dracula in that movie than he does with like the other slashers yeah and and everything bella lugosi says in the slide every line he says when he meets renfield is is just instantly like a classic you know i, I never drink <laughs> wine it's so good <laughs> like and it's just so like get out get out renfield get out <laughs> i mean like you this this movie came out like in 10 years it'll be 100 years since this movie came out i don't know why it didn't just yeah. like, 90 years ago but and we're, like still that's the defining like that's dracula everybody knows how to talk about yeah. dracula even if they've never seen the movie or know who bella lugosi is that's dracula 100 percent, yeah it, it's it's amazing that this performance holds up that well. Yeah. I, I think the only person who, who comes close, oddly enough, is, is probably Renfield. Because that dude is just going for he it. He's scarier than Dracula. Oh, yeah. Because he's, <laughs> he's what I think a lot of people think, like, well, vampires are just supposed to be scary. I think a lot of people are picturing him, actually, not Dracula. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> when they're like, oh, it should be like a monster coming after you. And it's like, no. No, Dracula would not come after you. You'd come to him. <laughs> That scene where they open up the uh, ship to the brig and he's just at the bottom of the stairs, like, going, eh, eh. I was like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. This movie's just good. And then uh, eventually we start meeting our, fleshing out our cast after Dracula murders a boat full of people. <laughs> and everybody's just like, I don't know, that is Storm or something. I, I love that it's, they tell it all through like the shadows of people approaching the boat. I actually think like think that scene is really well done in a way that a lot of the movie isn't. Yeah, um, like visually, like just the you know like it pans across the boat to the shadow of the captain tied to the wheel, and then like this you know just everything slick with something. Like mm-hmm. it's good. I think uh, Todd Browning. This was one of his first movies. The director. Um, he does a lot of growing from here. If you catch any of his other movies he even actually did another vampire movie with bella lugosi that i think as a movie is better Mm. and weirdly it's not a dracula sequel (laughs) (laughs) it's just another vampire movie that has bella lugosi in it Uh, what is it i'm trying to remember the name of it but it's like this it's actually kind of this weird meta movie where you're like oh is he a vampire is he an actor it's like really interesting. Huh, is it Mark of the Vampire? I think it might be. Yeah, I caught it on cable years ago, and I was like, "This kind of rules." <laughs> that came out in thirty-five. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, it's very good. But uh, 
his best movie is Freaks, which we will watch, uh, even though it's it's pretty offensive uh, oh. in a lot of ways. But <laughs> about how the people in the Freak Show will murder you. Uh, um, no, it's not. It portrays them as the heroes. Actually, pretty cool. Ah. Just got some real ableist language. <laughs> oh, the, I guess like some of the imagery of it is pretty iconic. I've never heard of the. Oh movie. yeah, yeah. No, we're gonna watch it. It's good. Gabba gabba. If we accept you, one of the. That's a big line from it. Uh, <laughs> the Ramones quoted. It's great. Uh, but uh, we watched Dracula today. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, Dracula just starts taking over this movie. Him and Renfield are just so much, just acting circles around everybody. Yeah. Because like, everybody's like good in this movie. They're all clearly like stage actors and, you know, pretty talented. But the, the, the characters are pretty underwritten. Even Dracula himself feels kind of underwritten. It's just that Bela Lugosi is so good. <laughs> I mean, the the only three characters that like I remember from this movie are Dracula, uh, Renfield, and uh, uh, Van Helsing. Yes, who disappointingly still not Hugh Jackman, <laughs> or maybe Hugh Jackman's greatest role. We don't. Know. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I mean, hey, he, he fought in a. Uh... World War II yeah. and stuff, so. Yeah. <laughs> He's just that good. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, and eventually, yeah, he starts attacking this family for some reason. Like, the movie doesn't do a great job of making it clear. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why he bought the place right next to this specific family to yeah. eat them. I, I, I don't understand. I believe in the in the book and, like, in the... I know for sure in the Francis Ford Coppola, the Bram Stoker's Dracula, it's implied or in the movie explicit that Mina is like maybe the reincarnation of like a woman that he was in love with. Mm. So he's like obsessed with her. And like there are shades of that kind of in this movie where it's like he's just weirdly obsessed from, with Mina like right off the bat. Yeah, but they don't really explain anything. See, that's cool. It's just like that's like I'm just gonna terrorize this family. It's <laughs> like cool vampire shit. Why? Why didn't they explain? Yeah. That? Well, I'll get into that. I think why, but um, but Van Helsing is great in this movie. I love that little weirdo. Anytime him and Renfield are talking to each other, I'm just like, I am here for it. <laughs> <laughs> you are both so crazy. <laughs> and then Dracula is just a freaking Jedi and talks to him through his mind. Hell he has yeah. to give him a look and he's like, yes, master. Yes, master. Yes. I love it. He's what's called a, no, not a familiar. That's what you say for like, witches pets. No, yeah. I th- but I he's think, that for vampires. Yeah, familiar, yeah. yeah that's it. Yeah, you would still call it. Okay, yeah. I've, he's I've uh, what we do in the, the shadows. That's what they. I called. was gonna say he's the woman from what we do in the shadows. Yeah, those are yeah. <laughs> which you still need to watch the show. It's so good. I I need. I watched the first two episodes. I really enjoyed it. So <laughs> what? Sorry, I don't know. Now I'm just laughing uh, thinking about what we do in the shadows. <laughs> but uh, he's terrorizing this family because he's obsessed with Mina for some reason in this movie. And He's trying to make her one of his brides, and he's very good at it. <laughs> I think he might be smarter than everyone in this movie. <laughs> and then, uh oh, nope, Van Helsing is smarter. And then the movie just ends. <laughs> yeah, it just kind of ended. Like, <laughs> I was like, wait, what happened? 
Yeah. A, a big problem for this movie is that it's right before they really start incorporating things like score, mm. which I think would really help kind of fill in some of the gaps of like, it's the weird transition period from silent film to sound. So they aren't like, oh, we should have a score all the time. They're just like, oh, just let it play out. It's fine. <laughs> so you just have to like watch Dracula walk quietly or watch Van Helsing walk quietly. Although the image of Van, of Van Helsing, when he gets the big piece of wood and he just stands there and looks at Dracula's body is kind of really effective to me. Mm. <laughs> when he And he just holds up an arm and then the movie just ends. Like, yeah. But with a score, if the score could go bum ba 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 thunk, it would work so much better, you know? Yeah, audio design is not a thing yet. No, no. <laughs> it's a real issue for this movie. <laughs> but yeah, he just, uh, he stakes him right through the heart. Things like Dracula's dead forever, but little did we know, there's probably going to be like 50. There are three more Universal sequels featuring Dracula. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Helsing lied. Yep. I mean, some of them feature like his kids, but he's like in them at the beginning. So, <laughs> which one is Count Dooku in? Is that really? Uh, that would be the Hammer horror version of uh, Dracula. Hammer was a British film horror company uh, in like the like sixties, seventies, um, where they were like, "Oh, we want to remake. All of these books are now in the public domain." So we want to do our adaptations, but we're going to make them um, gory and sexy. That's oh. how we'll differentiate ourselves from uh, from the Universal Monsters. Christopher Lee, very good. gory and sexy. I mean, yeah, that's just how I would describe Christopher <laughs> Lee. Because <laughs> that's one thing I never, like, because like growing up with the Star Wars prequels, I was like, that's Dracula. And I never understood the difference between like this Dracula and Christopher Lee Dracula. <laughs> Can, can I blow your mind to get you excited for whenever we're going to watch that? Uh, Do you know who plays Van Helsing in that movie? Uh, uh, Peter Cushing. Hell yeah. Grand Moff Tarkin versus Count Dooku, dude. Hell yeah. I knew they were friends, but I didn't know they were in that together. They made a bunch of movies together. They did all the Hammer movies together. They're in a Sherlock Holmes horror movie together. Um, Christopher Lee plays Frankenstein's monster and Peter Cushing plays Dr. Frankenstein in a bunch of movies. Hell they do yeah. the Dracula movies together. Like they're like bros, man. <laughs> Hell yeah. I love it. Yeah. It's great. We're going to cover those eventually. Hell yeah. Any excuse to bring, bring out the Lucas. George Lucas just watched those movies and went, Oh fuck. Yeah. <laughs> These guys are tight. I'm going to get them in my movies. You will be mine. Oh, yes. You will be mine. <laughs> you didn't get Dracula for the first round, but just wait. Just wait. <laughs> the 90s are going to come around. They're going to be weird. And the 2000s, fucking Dracula. <laughs> Dracula? He's got a lightsaber. It's real cool. I mean, yeah, you're, that really does a lot more to sell me on Attack of the Clones than that movie itself does. So, Dracula, Dracula with a lightsaber. <laughs> I mean, he's got a cape and everything. His name is Count Dooku. Yeah. He's yeah. Dracula. Oh, George Lucas knew what he was fucking doing, my guy. <laughs> like... uh, I love Star Wars. Yep, it's pretty great. You know what else I love? Dracula. Yeah. So I think we've covered the movie because it's pretty straightforward. Let's get into some behind the scenes. 
this movie is uh, Bella Lugosi's big breakout into film. Uh, for, for obvious reasons, he's real fucking good in it. <laughs> and they almost didn't cast him. Oh. Yeah, uh, he was not their first choice, despite the fact that he had just originated the role of Dracula on Broadway in the production that this movie is adapted from. They were like, racism in Hollywood. No, 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 we can't put this foreigner in a movie. Mm. Like, like, that was literally their reasoning. Was like, no, we need, like, a, you know, a, a known entity, and this is just some weird Eastern European guy with an accent. People don't want to see a guy with an accent. Which is insane, because that's the thing that everyone loves about Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> like, how wrong can you be? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I mean, probably only because it's we're in the future. But like, to me, back then, everybody had an accent. Like, Well, yeah, I mean, everybody talks like this in this movie. Yeah. They use their screen acting voices. <laughs> But uh, yeah, he he weirdly wasn't their first choice. But I guess he, like they went and saw the play, and they were like, "Yeah, we have to cast this guy." Like, there's there is no other choice but but Bela Lugosi at this point. And then they hired Todd Browning. Like I said, it's one of his first movies, and I think even though I like this movie a lot, I think Todd Browning is the problem with this movie. And and I like Todd Browning. Like I said, like I I love a couple of his other movies, but he clearly must have loved the stage production and i think that's why you run into a lot of issues of like i don't know just lock the camera down and shoot it like a play Mm. because the thing that i'm most excited to talk about and i want to track these versions down you can find them is that uh at night when they weren't using the sets another production would come in and use them it was the uh almost completely non-white cast Spanish-speaking version of Dracula. Same script, same sets, different actors, different length. And they had to get really creative because they didn't have Bela Lugosi. This movie gets by on the fact that, like, yeah, we can't... I don't want to have to move the camera because that sounds hard, but Bela will just be so good no one will care. Yeah. They didn't have that, so they've got, like, crane shots and dollies and, like, stuff that they were, like, literally inventing that then Hollywood would steal from like these productions. Like it's crazy. Oh my God. Like you can find shot. I I've seen, I have not seen the movies. I want to get them and just like watch them with subtitles, but like you can find like, they use like the shots from them in a lot of documentaries, like that shot where Dracula comes down from the stairs. And this movie is just shot like a play. And like, you just watch Bella Lugosi walk down some stairs, but it's great. Cause it's Bella. That movie, like, it actually comes in with a crane through a window down to the bottom of the stairs, follows the stairs all the way up, and lands in a close-up of Dracula. Oh, my God. Which is a shot you would see in a movie now. <laughs> like, it's insane. That's amazing. So we're going to have to find those and watch them for the podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they literally had to take the front wall off of the, the building that they built, the set that they built, so that they could come in through the window. <laughs> That's amazing. And they did it on like a quarter of the budget because, again, racism in Hollywood. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah. So we're definitely going to be watching those, man. Hell, yeah. Now, here's a question. It says, for Dracula 1931, music composed by Philip Glass. Philip Glass was born in 1937. Um, You can find different versions of these movies that... um, 
they have had people compose scores for a lot of times when they like show them on tv again or like they put it into a theater you will play like the the philip glass score with it, you know okay uh the same they do that for silent films a lot still because a lot of them like the the soundtracks are lost so you you know a composer who's like oh this is one of my favorite movies or maybe they're inspired by the studio um will sit down and compose like a whole new score for the which is pretty cool okay because i was like he did candy man how, how did he do dracula right. too <laughs> that is he's bad. a great choice then yeah because <laughs> philip glass rules man that candy store candy man score kicks yeah, ass it is. there are so many connections between candy man and dracula <laughs> candy man is dracula i mean i would be here for a tony todd remake of dracula that, that would just be that'd be chef's yeah, kiss that, that would just be too much sexy, though. So. <laughs> I mean, let's just get Tony Todd and everything. Pretty much, yeah. I'm real excited for that new Candyman, dude. Whenever we can see movies we again. We're supposed to have seen it by now. <laughs> I know. We, I was going to try to talk him to doing it for the podcast. <laughs> but no, we can't have nice things. Because it's a panda. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, Zach, the real world is creeping into the podcast. Again. Get out, get out. <laughs> get your cross. Get your cross. <laughs> All right, but I think that kind of does it for Dracula. This is another short one, but yeah, I really love this movie and um, I think everybody should see it. And I can't wait to, to cover more of these Universal movies. Yeah, the second we finished watching it, I was like, yeah, this is going to be a short episode. <laughs> yeah. There's not much to say other than Dracula's cool. <laughs> Yeah, well, go see real good movie. It's fine. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it, was, it was 1931. What do you expect? Yeah, yeah. I'll give it some slack. But yeah, I, ever since we started the podcast, I've wanted to watch the Universal Horror movies. Yeah. So there, there's some of my favorites. Like right now, where I'm sitting to record, I'm literally sitting under um, a series of Universal monster posters. <laughs> so I'm a fan. Hell yeah. <laughs> it's spooky season. I'm here for it. Oh yeah, it's October, <laughs> Matt. We've been doing this podcast for a year now. Oh my gosh. Damn. <laughs> so started it last October. I know. I think this episode will come out uh after October, yeah. but we're recording it uh just in time. So Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> doing it for a year. Happy anniversary, Zach. Happy anniversary, Matt. We're gonna watch a bunch more. So right now. There's only been 24 episodes out. We're sitting on a couple of them, and we took a break. Yes. So hopefully this year we'll knock out a lot more horror movies. I think we will. As, as long as there's well. no more pandemics, we'll <laughs> we yeah. can knock out some more horror movies this year. Knock on wood. Just. <laughs> 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 All right, but I think that does it for us uh, here at uh, Mad Make Zach Watch Horror Movies. All right, so uh, Count Zacula, where can everybody find you? You can find me at Instagram under Zach Shirk. What about you, Matthew? Ah, 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 ah. You can find me at one ah, 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 place called... I'm not going to keep doing that. You were going into the <laughs> count there for a little... Yeah, that was, that was my goal. Uh, <laughs> you can find me at two ah, 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 places. Actually, it's more than two. Uh, you can find me on just about everything as I draw paintings, including my new Patreon, where you can get lots of cool perks, get some cool art, get some cool stickers. And you can find me, of course, uh, as always, on Twitch at twitch.tv backslash idrawpainting. It's the same thing, just drop that S off. And as always, listen to them.
children of the night, what podcast they make. <laughs> Counts Zachula out. Bye. As the Vox fades, we thank you for listening to this bizarre journey into cinema. If your morbid curiosities hunger for more, you may summon our horror bros at matmakezack.com, on Twitter and Instagram at MacMakeZack, or if you dare, say George Lucas three times into a mirror for a visit from our phantom menaces. You may now return to your mortal plane of existence. Until next week, as Matt makes Zack sit through another chilling apparition. Mwahahahaha! <laughs>